Welcome to the MIND podcast. MIND stands for Michigan New Educators. This podcast is a place where new educators and sometimes their guests offer encouragement and insight into a profession understood by few, but talked about by many. So whether you are an educator, love an educator, want to be an educator, or just need to learn more about us, we're glad you're here. Our hosts are four early career teachers brought together by the Michigan Education Association. The MEA is here to help educators in all stages of their careers. And that's the school bell, signaling it's time to start. When. I'm Danielle. I'm Brittany. I'm Amanda. And I'm Sky. So we are MIND, the Michigan New Educators Group, and our ultimate goal is to retain new educators because through the Michigan Education Association, we all met each other and we've learned that that's something that new teachers need. We need a network and a group of people that can support us through this endeavor because teaching is a hard field and this is something that is needed statewide. So today we're going to be talking about knowing when to leave the building physically, mentally, and how to take care of yourself. Because we all know as new teachers, that's something that we don't do very well. I'm Danielle, and I am a fourth year teacher. I teach fourth grade. And I have been in my same district for four years. I actually student taught in this district, so technically it's my fourth, well, fifth year in the building. Um, and I became, I wanted to become a teacher because my fourth grade teacher completely changed my life. I was in a home with my single mom and we were going through some issues and my fourth grade teacher, she understood, she, I'd walk in the door and she looked at me and she knew that I needed to sleep and she goes, Werner, go, go ahead, go, go sleep downstairs in, in the office. And when I was ready, I was able to come back and learn because she knew that I wanted to learn, but I couldn't learn. And for me, that was something that I needed and I knew that I wanted to be that person for somebody else. So here I am and now I just see all these awesome new, new teachers who need that in their lives and they want to teach, but they realize there's so much more to teaching um, than just all the glitter and Elmer's glue and all of that. There's, there's a lot of ugliness to it, but you love it so much. It's empowering through the ugliness to keep staying passionate about teaching. So my name is Amanda. This is also my fourth year teaching. Um, I am actually a German teacher and the only secondary teacher here. Um, so I'm hoping to bring a little bit of love to the secondary teachers. Um, I started teaching again because I had a fantastic German teacher. Uh, she really ignited the love of the language for me. I was able to study abroad and do an exchange program when I was in high school. And ever since then, I just knew that all I wanted to do was uh study the language and teach the language. So I understand that there are so many issues as new teachers and along with these other lovely ladies here, my goal is to just help support the teachers that are coming into the field as best as possible. Hi, I'm Skye and I am in my second year of teaching in elementary education. I did seven years of 
preschool, being a preschool teacher. I became a teacher, honestly, because of one of my college professors. She was absolutely amazing and truly inspired me um, to know that every child learns differently and I wasn't the typical student and I wanted to be that teacher for other students out there. Hi, I'm Brittany and um, this is my fourth year teaching. I've been teaching in the same building for four years. I love my building. This year I'm teaching a 2-3 split, which has its own challenges, but I'm loving it so far. Um, I really wanted to be a teacher because of my fifth grade teacher. She was just fun and exciting and made me really love learning. And she just built that relationship with me. And I knew that because I'm just a relationship person and I ever since that she ignited that in me, I knew that I needed to do that for others as well. I also had a college professor that is my dream person. I wish to be her one day. She is one of the most amazing people I've ever met in my life. And she just like solidified why I need to be a teacher. I'm just gonna chime in because I can like hear everyone getting emotional when they talk about how passionate they are about what they do. And you just think about it. I'm just reflecting on my own life right now. My fourth grade teacher is coming to my wedding. Like, because she was so influential in who I am. And so I just, I just think we got to like, when we reflect on this, like, this is why we're doing this and this is why it's important. And I think this is why it's so important what we're going to talk about today, because as you guys, you guys have so many passionate people that drove you to this profession. And today we're going to talk about taking care of yourself and knowing when to take care of yourself, both physically and mentally. When do you need to leave the building? You know, how many hours should you be in the building? Um, so we all know that uh, teaching is a lot of responsibility and we always we always see those teachers on Instagram and on Pinterest and we're always like, yeah, I want to be one of those teachers. Um, we also want to give all of ourselves to our students as well. But um, I think we heard a quote the other day that was um, teaching is a beast and that it is always hungry and that is so true <laughs> you can spend so <laughs> forever at your school working on stuff endlessly I I have a list at home right now that's like mm -hmm. two pages long of yep. things I need to do tomorrow yep. <laughs> Sky what was the longest you stayed at work oh wow um until the custodians kick me out <laughs> Amanda <laughs> I mean, I start a lot earlier, but I think my longest was maybe coming in at 6.30 and leaving probably at 6.30. Um, for, on Fridays, I used to, my first year, I used to stay until close to like 9 o'clock at night. Same. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I know my first year of teaching, I was easily pulling 55, 60 hour weeks mm -hmm. and I was just not leaving. I lived there. Mm -hmm. Remember it got dark when it was still not supposed to get dark. Right. And, and, then, <laughs> and then you're the only one, the only car left in the parking lot besides yep. the custodians. And then you're, you're just like, wow, this is not right. Like I probably yeah. shouldn't be here. People are going to drive past the school and be like, mm -hmm. okay, this lady is obsessed. <laughs> 
<laughs> or for me, I would see the sports teams would start doing their laps throughout the building, and I would realize that I was now on. I had seen freshmen go through, JV go through, and now varsity <laughs> was now running their laps for practice. And I realized, okay, it's it's probably time to go. <laughs> yeah, right. I used to call my mom leaving work, and she'd be like, "You're just leaving now." She's yeah. like, "You must have been there for at least twelve hours." And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, that's." 12, 13 hours, that sounds about right. <laughs> I know my biggest concern was setting off the alarms in the school because I knew I was going to be the last one and I didn't know how to arm and disarm the building. And I remember at one point we had just got a whole new system that very first year, my first year of teaching. And they said to me, like, they sent an email out about how to arm and disarm the building. And I'm like, oh no, oh no. But then again, it was also motivation for me because I knew I had to be out by 6.30. Because I'm like, if, it, if I'm here longer than 6.30, I have to figure out how to disarm, I'm going to arm the security and also explain to the police officers why I'm leaving. <laughs> so it was motivation for me to get out. <laughs> I I mean, the longer you stay, the more things you find that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, that was just me the other night. And I made a pact like these last few years that I'm not, you know, I've been doing pretty well with leaving on time, but just these first couple weeks, you know, if you find yourself staying late, it can become a, a habit. Mm-hmm. And then you just get into that constantly and it's just like a vicious cycle I know one thing that I do to help myself with that I prioritize the tasks at hand um so I'm like okay this has to be done by tomorrow okay this has to be done Mm -hmm. by the end of the week okay I can push this off until next week um just prioritizing those tasks can really help you um to know what can be done today what can be pushed off for the next day I think it's important too, as um, you know, more as we get to be more experienced teachers, or maybe as more experienced teachers, you know, if you see that new teacher that's still there at five, I'll just walk in and be and say, "Hey, go home. It's it's time to go home. You can finish this tomorrow." Mm-hmm. I know there was me um, and another coworker that habitually stayed late last year, <laughs> so we started uh, kicking each other out of the school um, quite a bit as well. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that me and my coworker we started doing is we'd pick one day a week. We pick one day a week, me and my teammate, and we would say, okay, on Wednesdays we are going to meet until five o'clock, and we can sit down, you know, and get like a longevity of things like curriculum done, what we want to do. But we always, I mean, she has a daughter of her own, so she would be, she would be figuring out like she's got to go to a soccer game, she's got to go to soccer practice, she has all these other things going on in life. I mean, granted, I don't have, I have a stepson, but I don't have children of my own yet where I'm running to soccer practice every other day but those are things that we need to keep in in mind that you know again life starts again after work you have your own life and if you need something to do leave it's time Mm -hmm. to go I remember my first year teaching when I was watching or seeing on social media about people that were teachers and they had more experience than me and they were doing stuff on the weekends or after mm-hmm. school that were actual events. <laughs> and I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, they, they went on a weekend trip. That's that's an option because it was just so foreign in my mind mm-hmm. that I could use my weekend for something other than teaching. Yeah. <laughs> and now I... I I recently just planned a trip where I'm going to go to, you know, Florida for a long weekend. And I feel like I, that was like, you know, a milestone in my career that I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to take a weekend <laughs> off. I'm not going to teach. I'm going to, you know, go to the beach for two days. <laughs> and it's helpful when you get to, you have a partner that actually plans mm-hmm. with you and is like a team player because, you know, if some people don't like to work together and some people like to work by themselves and that's a whole nother podcast, but 
<laughs> basically, if you have someone that's willing to work with you, that takes the load off of, you know, you don't have to do everything yourself. And exactly. that helped me a lot when I was working with one of my teammates last year. And she's like a godsend with being in my master's program. And, you know, she just took a lot of stress out of my life. Well, I think that also helps uh, making sure that you're just not talking during your planning mm-hmm. time as well. Um, you know, if you're keeping each other on task that way, hey, we need to be out of here by this time. Um, let's get this done, this, this, this. You're keeping each, other, keeping each other on task. I know that's hard for all of us. We're with children all day, every day, and we just need a little adult interaction. But totally. <laughs> but it's nice to keep each other on task. You guys ever seen the meme of Forrest Gump on the ship, you know, and he's waving like this? <laughs> it, said, it's a teacher, it was a teacher meme, and it said, um, when you see an adult for the first time and he's just waving like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that is 100% yeah, That's exactly what. That's 100 Oh my God. What, what I eventually did was I just sort of made the path with myself because I knew that if I, if I went into another teacher's room during my prep hour that I would just, I would not get anything done. So I sort of told myself, okay, you're going to work during your prep. You're going to only check Instagram three times. And then during lunch, that whole lunch period, bell to bell, you're not getting back to your classroom one iota, one second before the bell rings because you need Mm -hmm. to talk to someone who isn't 14 years old about something other than, you know, I don't know, Vampire Diaries. So that was like such a thing to me where I was like, all right, I'm going to work during my prep, but I'm going to have that adult time at lunch. Well, and that's funny you say that because my first year teaching every day, I chose three students to eat lunch within my room, and I thought, you know, and it was awesome. I mean, I'm telling you, my, I had a very, very tough group my first year, and it did help me immensely with creating those relationships, but again, I was so exhausted because yeah. I didn't have a second to myself, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. I, like, I learned what kind of music they liked. I'd play it while we, you know, and those are great, but I'm like, Danielle, you need to take a step back. Maybe do that once a week. Maybe yes. do that twice a week even, you know, but I was doing it every single day and I know those kids still, I mean, those are the kids that are still coming back and they're in middle school and they're like, right. hey, you know, remember when we listened to Melanie Martinez and on YouTube and you taught me how to do my talent show dance? I'm like, yeah, that was awesome. But I was like running on empty that year mm-hmm. and that's just something, again, you know, that lunchtime, yes, you can share it. It is, you can share an event, but you need to take that time too. For yourself, just yeah. unwind and talk to your coworkers in the, lo- the teachers' lounge. And that makes me think of my first couple of years where I didn't eat in the teachers' lounge at all because I was like, "No, I need to get some stuff done." And I would eat my food, but I'd work at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then I had my mentor last year. Um, she was like, and we were also grade level partners. And she was like, "No, you're not eating in your room. You are eating with us, taking a break, and not thinking about work for 40 minutes." Mm-hmm. And and I'm not going to let you eat in your classroom. And I think we could do a whole episode about whether it's beneficial to eat in the teacher's lounge or to just yeah, find that to find that group of teachers that you can relate to and talk to and know that they're going to, you know, keep you afloat rather than try and pull you down. But having that group of colleagues that you can just take that, you know, 25, 30 minutes to eat a sandwich and talk to is just so, I think, beneficial. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, you know, you it's so, you know, the teacher's lounge, sometimes, again, that group of people that you feel comfortable, I'm going to tell you this right now, two Fridays ago, I went in there and I broke down. Mm-hmm. I cried. I had the worst day of teaching I had in, fi- like, since my first year of teaching, and 
I just thought to myself, oh my goodness, I have to do this for a full year. And let me tell you, it's gotten way better. It's been amazing. But that Friday, I just needed somebody to listen to me. And I am so grateful that I'm surrounded by such positive, you know, people again that mm-hmm. bring me up. And they were there like, what can I do to make your day easier? Do you oh, need yeah. me to help you? Do you want me to take a couple friends, you know, be buddy classrooms for you? Just like having, knowing I have that option mm-hmm. and expressing how I could, I can feel how I feel. You know, again, don't keep it in. That's another way to take care of yourself. You can talk to people about it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so when we kind of talk about like leaving, you know, leaving work and getting out of the building, um, do any of you sort of have that moment where it made sort of clear to you that this is why, man, I'm, I'm here too late. Does anyone have one of those that just sort of was like their moment? Yeah, I definitely have one. Um, I remember it was last year, my first year. Um, at my school. It was me and another teacher. Um, It was a snow day and we decided to come in to work on report cards Um, because, you know, hey, we got an extra day to work on report cards. Why not? Uh, So we met at the school and actually the custodian's like, ladies, I love you. Go home. Do not come in the school. And she locked us out of the school. She's like, go stay in your PJs. You're not coming in today. Enjoy this day. And I know, um, yeah, it really, the custodians, um, the lunch ladies, my assistant, they were all so helpful um, getting me out of the school last year. <laughs> because that's, I swear, the running joke was um, that I lived at the school and that I had a cot, like, pulled out of the wall or something at I night. <laughs> All right, so obviously, you know, leaving the building is one thing, but I think we all know that as teachers, we're we're never always off. We're always on. We're thinking of that next lesson, that email, the call, the parents, the grades. So how can we sort of talk about leaving mentally, right? Checking out of work um, and leaving stuff inside the building, even when we know that it's going to be waiting there for us. Don't lie to yourself. Do not lie to yourself. You know you are not going to take that book bag home and work on that stuff at home. You know you are not. For me, that has become more of like a workout than actually getting my work done. Um, I would say that I made myself try to be accountable with working out because it helps like release everything from my day. And that helps me to get like filled up mentally and whatever else you want to say but it it really helps with um just kind of taking a break from all of the schoolwork that I want to do when I get home but then after I go to my workout and I eat dinner and I just kind of relax unless it's important and I have to get it done then I mean and there's some times that I go home I crack open a lovely beverage (laughs) or I open a bottle of wine and I'm like oh my gosh this glass of wine I'm gonna watch 15 episodes just kidding I don't have time for that I'm probably gonna fall asleep in the first one but I'm gonna watch you know maybe two episodes of Stranger Things and I'm gonna drink this glass of wine it's gonna put me to bed and it's gonna be the best most glorious thing ever let me get up and do it all over again tomorrow but this can be glorious right now (laughs) yeah I know at the beginning I mean as a secondary teacher when I gave a test or something I would then come home with 120 tests grade and I remember just being envious in my first couple years of my friends who were not teachers right that were accountants 
or, you know, worked in real estate. And at the end of the day, you know, at five, they went home and they weren't bringing home like extra numbers to do at home. They weren't doing any of that. And I remember thinking, man, I really wish, you know, I wish that was my reality. I wish I had that. And what I sort of realized is I was putting that expectation on myself because the reality was I could tell the kids, you're not getting them back today. You're going to get them back, you know, on Monday. I don't have time. And it's not like the kids were going to riot and revolt. They just were like, <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> we understand you're going to get it done when you get it done. So sort of that was, I realized I was putting so much more pressure on myself than I really needed to. It was, it was me. I was the one that was doing it. And once I sort of realized that I was able to sort of step away and give myself some more time. Um, yeah, the kids definitely will not care if you get that grading done or not. I know I always tell my kids, hey guys, sorry, I couldn't get to grading this weekend. You know, I had this and this going on and they're like, okay, cool. You know, when are you going to get it done? And I'll be like, you know, when I get around to it. <laughs> and they're like, okay, cool. How was your event this weekend? And we just go about our day. They don't care. Yeah. It's only you are putting this pressure on yourself. The kids are not. So don't worry about getting those tests graded, those um, worksheets uh, graded, and it's okay to give out completion grades too, am I right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's, I mean, Sky had said it earlier, there's this unrealistic expectation through Pinterest and Instagram of what things are supposed to look like and this amazing assessments that everyone's setting up and getting things done and you're doing it, you are, you are doing it. The thing is, is that you get to choose how you're going to do it and how much of it you're going to do. You are doing a fantastic job. I know people sell themselves short. They're like, oh, I need to grade this because I need to make sure they can identify main idea in detail. Well, there are times where you can just simply have those conversations and you can tell if a kid is getting it or not getting it. If it's not on paper, that's okay. All right. So there are those times where that is all right. And you don't need to take home a stack of stapled packet work that tells you yes or no, they're not getting it. You are a professional. You are going to understand that you are going to be able to peg those things with your students. And this goes along with the uh, Pinterest and Instagram thing. Please don't feel like you have to do room transformations because (laughs) do not spend all of your time at the school after school's over trying to do that. Because guess what? Your kids might remember that, but they love you and whatever you bring to the classroom and to the lesson in any way that you do it is how they'll remember it. So you don't have to go all out all the time. And honestly, if you're really worried about your room, have your kids help you out with it. Right. They love having ownership of their classroom too. Yes. They love setting up curtains. They mm-hmm. love just putting out decorations and they'll probably come up with a better way of doing it anyway. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm so in awe of you elementary school teachers whenever I see even your rooms that you would say, oh, I I didn't take that much time because the amount of time you spend is probably the amount of time I will spend in my career setting up my high school room. (laughs) Um, But yeah, just having that knowledge that we're not teaching for Instagram or Pinterest, we're teaching for the kids. And if that Mm -hmm. means that the labels aren't all laminated and they're not all perfect and you wrote on a, you know, on a container and sharpie instead of making a custom label that you bought from teachers pay teachers like that's okay the kids really in the long run they're not they're not going to care that much or at all (laughs) all right so i mean i've already shared that i love to binge watch netflix and (laughs) drink my favorite red wine who does but we all know we need a mental reset we really do that's something that's going to rejuvenate for us we can't pour from an empty cup so what are you guys doing that 
you know, gets you ready to go ahead and do it all over again the next day. And I know I did share about going, making sure that I leave work at a decent time to make it to my workout class because that helps me to de-stress. Yeah, for me, I just like to sort of make time for little things that just sort of make me feel whole again. And for me, it's always like a manicure and a pedicure. For me, that just hour of, you know, I can't even look at my phone. I'm just in my own thoughts, chilling out, taking care of myself, giving myself something to like look forward to. That to me is just such a nice perk that I look forward to. I'm doing it tomorrow. Really excited. (laughs) Um, So, you know, just having that little thing to look forward to that I know at the end of a day, no matter how bad it is, I'm going at 4.30 to get my nails done, and yes. it's just something really to look forward to. Yeah. That's something yes. I should definitely be doing, I Me feel. Too. I mean, you know, and that's like, you know, financially, you put you don't put money aside, and you're like, that's mm-hmm. something, it's just for me. Yes. That is for me, you know, and again, that's a whole other entity, again, how much money we spend in our own classrooms. Oh, right. But I just think about, right. I'm going to spend, you know, $60 for my pedicure, or manicure, whatever it may be, and get that done. And that's something I think I should be better about. So, (laughs) you know what? Knowing when, that's one of them for me. (laughs) Well, it makes you feel good about yourself, too. And you, like, glance down, you're like, ooh, my nails look so nice today. On the document camera, you're like, look at these. (laughs) Tell your students, like, you're waiting for them to notice that you just got your nails done. Because you know when they're always They always notice. Yeah. Always. Um... But besides getting my nails done, another thing that I love to do is um, do meditative things for for me. So that could be like yoga or listening to my audio book. Something that just makes me cash out mentally. Mm-hmm. I don't have to make any more decisions today. I don't have to focus on anything else. I am just mentally wiped and I can focus on my book. I can focus on cleaning my house mm-hmm. while listening to an audiobook. Love that. Oh, yeah. yeah. One of my favorite things. Or listening to my favorite album or Netflix and chill, whatever <laughs> that may be. Not that chill. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting red wine. <laughs> oh, God. It's not that type of podcast. <laughs> oh, right. my goodness. Um, so this chair is really squeaky. I feel like they probably feel like I'm like farting in the podcast. All right. <laughs> definitely cut the farting. Um, it's also not that type of yeah. podcast. Oh my god! All right. So um, <sighs> what's going well? Right? Yeah. So we wanted to sort of wrap things up with sharing something that's going really well for us, whether it be in our career or at home in our personal life. And we would definitely love for you guys to reach out to us and share with us what's going well for you. Maybe it's a new assessment that you tried out that was really successful, a new relationship you made, or maybe you really knocked it out of the park with a new recipe you took home. So who wants to start? Well, one thing I am extremely proud of is my union is really, I mean, this is really tying into what we're doing here with mine, is really starting to recognize the need that new teachers need the support. And um, we set up a whole event in which teachers can go and take what they need. And they were all things donated by Michigan Education Association members from our district. And they brought them to the building. They said, hey, if a new teacher needs this, they can take it. And they came on Thursday and they left with car loads and they had I mean we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of books we have manipulatives for math we have borders we have everything and I mean these teachers were so grateful I mean for me in my first year I just wanted help building a library 
And the fact that they had that right there and they could just take bins and bins, it was just so rewarding. And to see that support was awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, that is. Uh, my district actually did something similar to that. And it it's so true. I mean, these educators were leaving with like carts full of materials. And I think one of them even was like, this is like Christmas. This is insane. Mm-hmm. You know, that they had already in their head, like, all right, I got to go to Staples and spend X. And then instead they were able to get all this stuff that, you know, their fellow union members had donated. And I think it was just so grateful. They were a able to see what a great community we have and B were able to get a jump start on their classrooms. This year for me is going really well just with the start of the school year and the new group of kids that I got and just how sweet and kind everybody already is to one another, which is my very top thing that I stress to all my students about kind of treating each other as a family. Um, But yeah, that's going really well right now and I moved classrooms and there's all kinds of other craziness, but that is something that is a positive light in my life right now. I love that. That's such a great thing when things are just really, you know, clicking and you just feel like, oh my gosh, this this is great. This mm-hmm. is just great. <laughs> well, and when your year starts off like mm-hmm. that, you know, like, I, I mean, I'm going to be completely honest. Mine is complete, was complete opposite. Right. And no, now we're getting into the, the groove. But to hear that yours is, you're like, this is going to be like that just excitement for all the things that you can do. You just see all this potential for your school year I can only imagine how exciting that is right so, we can I'll only like... go up from here I hope it could go south really quick so I'm not I'm gonna knock on one <laughs> Um, so my, uh, my good thing definitely would be something in my personal life. And that is that, uh, my boyfriend and I are now, we got engaged. A couple of <laughs> I put my years in. So, um, <laughs> she's 10 years. Amen. She's Amen. I will say he, um, he proposed, I think the day before, um, the day before school started. So I was able to tell all my students that I was, that I got engaged and it was really cute. Cause I told them all in German first and they had to try and guess and some of the, you know, like mostly freshman girls, when they realized it, their eyes were just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> she's in get. It was so cute. And it was just a really, you know, it was really obviously exciting uh, and also exciting to sort of share with the students and see their reactions about it. Listen, oh, yeah. I really love that you put it in German. <laughs> right. <laughs> first, like, was that their first experience with? I mean, so they were in, they're in level two, but okay. I, I did this whole spiel in in German about my summer and some of them were just staring at me just like I don't even know one of those words <laughs> but then I drew it the second time around and once I drew the little stick figure down on one knee I swear one oh, girl just so like cute. clutched her table and was like oh my god she's engaged it was really funny so. <laughs> that is so always cute. a teachable moment right, yeah, right. <laughs> so cute Sky what about you what's going good um, I just say uh, the beginning of this year has been absolutely wonderful. Um, I teach four or five, so uh, my fifth graders this year were my fourth graders from last year. Um, so it was wonderful to have to see them help me set up the culture and climate of the classroom. Mm-hmm. They're really showing the new fourth graders around and helping them out, and it truly feels like a classroom family this year, which nice. is a 
it's completely different from last year. I know uh, my partner, he was saying um, just the other night, last year you came home crying every night because it was so bad. And he's Aww. like, now you're coming home crying because everything's so, so great. <laughs> that's got to be so exciting, though, for him just to see the change in you in general. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So exciting. Yeah, I know my fiance, I was, I was working on something at home and I was looking through my Google Drive and I said, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm done. I, I did this last year. I, I already made my PowerPoint. I already made my vocab sheet. It's, I, I don't have anything to do. And the look on his face when he realized that I could actually watch a show with him and not just be <laughs> typing was like pure elation. <laughs> That's a miracle. Yeah, right there. Right. <laughs> Sky, I just love that your fifth graders can be like leaders to the fourth mm-hmm. graders because that's really it's going to be a great year and they're probably loving it too. yeah oh yeah. Yeah. yeah they love being leaders in the oh, classroom yeah. Yeah. they didn't get that freedom last year so this year they're really trying i'm allowing them to be more teachers of the classroom yes. so they're truly being leaders mm-hmm. and it's right. just a wonderful thing to see I and you get it. to see their true personalities yeah. just shine through that's yeah. awesome that is Uh, Thank you so much for listening to us today. Remember, we are always interested in hearing your concerns, questions, comments, thoughts, personal victories, teaching victories, all of that good stuff. Uh, You can email us at mineweducators at gmail.com. That's M-I-N-E-W-E-D-U-C-A-T-O-R-S at gmail.com. It's also our handle for Instagram and Twitter. We also have a Facebook page that we would love for you to uh, connect with and get to know us a little bit more. 